Word of his power with Apostle Willie. Uh, hello. Uh, God bless you real good. I have received some messages on Easter celebration from uh, our brethren, uh, my mentors, my fathers of faith. And I want to use this opportunity to say Happy Easter to all of you. Thank you so much. Uh, I had an interview with Mary, the mother of Jesus. So, I want to share with you the content of the interview. But before I proceed, I'd like to greet you. Apostle Paul said, in most of his letters before concluding, he said, greet one another with a holy kiss. You see, I'm greeting you with that holy kiss. Wherever and whichever part of the world you are connecting to this now, I greet you. And to everyone connected to what God has given me to do, some are regarded as my helpers, others as sons and daughters in the faith, and then others, my sisters, brothers, I celebrate you, uh, I greet you. Let us have a word of prayer. And mind you, I didn't say good morning or good afternoon or good evening because the sun never sets. It only depends on where you are. So, but I'm saying all the three of them combined together. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Though my time here, we are still slightly, we are just getting into the afternoon section. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for today. We bless your name for giving us a worthy subject to talk about. And also giving us an inexhaustible subject. Thank you for what the season represents. We are remembering your death and your resurrection. Uh, Lord, as we discuss your word, I pray, speak to our hearts once again. And uh, as I bring to the mind of our brethren, let this word become anew in our hearts again. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I had an interview with the mother of Jesus. And I'm going to disclose to you the details of the interview because uh, I know a lot of people have argued with the fact that Jesus did not die on April. And some even went as far as arguing 
how many days he was in the grave. You know, I've seen a lot of things online. And the truth is that a man may be very, very vast in the controversy of religion. And yet, and yet, a total ignorant to the power of godliness. I celebrate Easter, and I'm not saying that Jesus died two days ago. No, it's a day that the church has set apart to remember that historic event. Because the truth is that there was a death, and then there was a resurrection. So the church said we should celebrate. So if you are not celebrating it, don't castigate those celebrating it. Someone once said the triumph of Jesus at the cross was the beginning of democracy. <laughs> so me, I celebrate Christmas. And not just me, we in our mission organization, we celebrate Christmas and we celebrate Easter. And those who don't celebrate, they, they didn't do anything wrong. And we that are celebrating, we did nothing wrong. We are just remembering and commemorating uh, our Savior that died. Now, having said that, an angle of the whole message. I've had a lot of messages on, on Easter being preached, but I've never, and I, I have to be sincere, I've never had anyone giving Mary the mother of Jesus an attention. She's not She's often not included in the whole scene. And so I began to say, no, this scene is worthy of mentioning because <laughs> we had to pay her attention, if not for anything, but for the emotions of a mother. <laughs> because as a father, you can get to a point where you will allow law enforcement agent to carry your son because of something he has done, even though he has done it. But the mother will never be able to overlook that. She's still going to cry. <laughs> I said, no. So I am sorry for using that analogy, but I just want to talk about the mother of Jesus. As I told you, it was the interview I had with her. So this was how it went. In the book of John chapter 19 and verse 26. I beg your pardon. When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciples standing by, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Hmm. So, number one, it tells us that the mother was part of the women observing what was happening. And I have been reflecting on it again and again and again. And then I had to ask the question while I was talking to Haimin, I said, what were your emotions? How were you feeling to see your son 
that no one has been able to articulate what he actually did wrong. He, he was tried and condemned in two courts. And in all the judgment, there was no provision for bail. There, there was not even a hearing. Now, after the whole judgment had been passed, the judge were not even sympathetic enough to provide bail or even the possibility of a parole or probation. They, they just tried him and convicted him. And it got to a point where the wife of the pilot woke up in the morning and said, look, I had a vision about this man and uh, I, I want you to stay clear from whatever concerns him. And the man said, okay, I'm going to try my best to see how to set this man free because he interrogated him and he, he didn't see anything. You know? He, he now came up and said, uh, there's a custom that during this time, I release a prisoner to you. And I want to show that leniency by releasing Jesus. Because he had interrogated him. He had interviewed him. And then there is nothing. You know. <laughs> and the people said no. <laughs> that they prefer Barabbas to be released. Now if you were a mother. Uh, I think I'm, I've cited uh, a pastor promise. Uh, Jay Moody, God bless you, sir, all the way from Cameroon. Thank you for the things you are doing for the kingdom. I'm seeing you doing those things. And I want to tell you that you are on the right track. If you do not give up, this work will bring you rewards that you've never, ever imagined. I just wanted to say that word to you. And greet all our brethren there in Cameroon. And I pray for God's grace and mercy upon your life. In the name of Jesus. And so back back to where I was. Now with all the things happening. With the hasty trial. With the hasty execution. Did, did even one of the Roman soldiers even care enough. To look at the mother of Jesus with at least sympathy. You know, Jesus King, welcome to the broadcast. He died so that he can make many of us kings. The Lord bless you. So, did any of the Roman soldiers even think of uh, looking at the mother with leniency? Because the, the pain will be unbearable in our heart. And, you know, to even start the whole thing, what is happening, Mary never bargained for it. Yes. I, I have to say that. Because at that time, it was a common scenario in Israel that a woman keeps herself until her husband. So, there's a possibility that Mary, there's a possibility that Mary was not the only virgin. 
in Israel. And yet an angel decided to pay her a visit on a meeting that has already been concluded on her behalf without even caring to hear her opinion. And, and the angel came and, you know, <laughs> and said, you have found favor with God. We have already had a meeting and concluded on your matter that the Savior is coming to the world, but your womb is the entrance. So, so th there was no message to send to her, first of all, if she agrees. Because even in pastoral ministry, you want to ordain people, you have to find out whether they agree. But they just came. And, you know, she, she said, be it unto me according to your word. And when this child was born, you know, the, she, there was a little fracas between Mary and the husband and then an angel had to intercept again. I said, no, 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 take it easy. I, I'm trying to tell you what happened, that there was a conference in heaven. That is what Mary was telling me. He said there was a conference in heaven on her behalf and she was not invited. And a decision was taken in her absence. But when the angel came and because the angel was a surprise, the angel was not supposed to even be a surprise because if she had been invited in the meeting, but but she, she willingly sub, submitted herself and said, "Be it unto me according to your word." And I don't want to talk about the circumstances of seeing a young lady pregnant without a husband because this thing has, uh, without without knowing a man, I mean, because she was already betrothed to Joseph. So, but, but, but let's move ahead in Luke chapter 2. I'm, I'm talking about Mary, because we cannot finish the story of the resurrection without mentioning Mary. <laughs> in Luke chapter 2, from verse 34 to 35, And Simeon blessed them, and said unto Mary his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising again of many in Israel, and for a sign which shall be spoken against. So, so when people speak against a man genuinely anointed, a woman genuinely anointed, it shouldn't be a surprise. Because it is a sign that we shall be spoken again. And then in 35, he said, Yea, a sword shall pierce through thy own soul also that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Habba, Reverend Simeon. I brought this child for a blessing. And then suddenly you started by saying, you have already concluded your journey on earth. Sovereign Lord, your servant now depart in peace. And then the, the, the objective was for you to bless the child and just let us go, but what, what are you saying? <laughs> it so shall pierce through thy own soul. That the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Now when I begin to think, I, I ask her, I said, why you were standing beside the cross and looking at Jesus crucified without anyone being merciful enough to articulate the offense of this your son? What happened to you? She said. Man of God. That was when thousands of swords pierced my heart. That was when the prophecy of Simeon 
came alive. When she looked at him bleeding on that old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering and shame, she said, thousands of swords pierced through my heart. Simeon did not bless, only bless the child, but he gave a prophetic word that any mother would be worried about a little bit because the Bible said when Mary left, she treasured these things in her heart. Now, God brought her into the picture and she carried the baby. survived all the insult people said oh my the things they wanted to say but it was real and the child is born and the child grows up at just 33 and then he saw the same child hanging on the cross do you know the pain it is to watch your your, your son your child from your very body go through death and not just any kind of death go through such excruciating death that's what pierced her heart when gabriel came and spoke to her about the decision that had been taken and she submitted herself and said be it unto me according to your word she submitted herself and allow herself to be used. When the child was to be born, they couldn't even afford much. The place they could afford was a manger. Then the child came. And then the child grew. And here she's now standing and looking at the same child. Helpless at the cross. Here is the question. <laughs> Can God use you? Yes. Can God borrow what He gives you to use? If there is one message that we all have to take away about the resurrection of Jesus, which we are celebrating, is that one woman submitted her body to God and said, be it unto me according to your word. I may not understand the details. I may not grasp what divine intentions are. I may not see what the future is like, but be it unto me according to your word. She submitted her womb, submitted her emotion, submitted her intellect, Submitted our own wisdom and said, Be it unto me according to your word. 
when Jesus looked at his mother and he instructed the disciple whom he loved to behold your mother then behold your son I'm trusting God that God is going to continue to raise women mightily they are coming women their place in the gospel is indisputable thank God for Mary thank God for her decision thank God that she submitted herself to be used you can never tell of the insult she went through you can never tell maybe when she was six or seven months pregnant why the stomach was so so big she couldn't even come out again because people are asking questions what is what is wrong with her is she, is she sick or something <laughs> can God use you for the glory of his name I just wanted to share that with you that let's give Mary some attention today and thank God for her life she's a typical character behind the song Lord, I surrender all. Surrender all. She surrendered her all. The insult she went through, the emotional pain she went through was because she surrendered her all. And look at it. Today we are talking about her. Can God use what he has given you? Will you say yes to him? If he said, I need your attention. Think about it. So this was how uh, my interview with Mary went. And her name is perpetually written in gold. Because of one decision she took to say, yes, Lord. And if you are anywhere listening to me today, and the Lord has been nodding you, has been speaking to you in your spirit, speaking to you in your mind, and you are yet to say yes to him. You need to emulate Mary. God expects a yes, even when you don't, even when you don't understand what it is all about. <laughs> I'm going to say that again. <laughs> God expects a yes from you. Even when you don't understand the details. Even when you don't understand the outcome. And that woman said yes. And she continued saying yes. Even at the cross. She looked at the Savior. She looked at her son. And she still said yes. To the will of God. I like to pray for you wherever you are listening to this message. God is still in need of people. Yeah. God is still looking for people who say yes to his will. Even without understanding what it is all about. <laughs> God is still looking for people who say yes. Yes! I don't understand. But yes, I surrender all to you. 
One thing we should all take away from the message of the resurrection is for the whole scenario to have taken place, it took one woman who said yes for the process to begin. And today, her name is written in the Holy Writ. Her name is Mary. You, that sister, listen to me. God is still saying, I need something that I gave to you. You, that young brother, listening to me. You, that man of God, you, that child of God, listening to me. God is still sending angels with nudging in our spirits and in our hearts, saying, Whom shall I send? Will you say yes? The decision is yours. God bless you real good, uh, Apostle Kelvin. God bless you. I see you. Welcome for joining us. Oh, this has been my mind, in my mind, all through Friday till date. That Mary said yes, even when she never understood the whole detail. And she continually said yes in every process of it. Yes, yes, even till the cross. Yes. Moses told the children of Israel, I said before you today, life and death. But me, I will encourage you to choose life. And I'm encouraging you to say, if he spoke to you, then do it. Don't wait till you understand it. From all of us here, <laughs> Marcinina Missions Global United States, God bless you and keep you. And may the resurrection of the Lord Jesus bring you into new and higher dimensions. Bring you into a dimension of submission to His will. Because God He's still looking for women. He's still looking for men who say yes. Your yes could impact generations unborn that you never know. And may you say yes when that angel comes to you with that news from heaven. God bless you. Bye from all of us. Word of his power with Apostle Willie.